Hello and welcome to Live Fit, Ignite Change, where together, as a community, we inspire each other to live a fit life, ignite the change we wish to see, and thrive in all areas of life. Today's episode features stories of hardworking professionals, many of whom who were not into fitness, who came together and completed a 30-mile hike over mountainous terrain, raising over $100,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation to grant wishes for critically ill children. In this episode, we cover how you can do more than you think you can when you have a cause and a why. How you can use events, such as a hike, as motivation to get fit and live an overall healthier life. The steps to take to prepare for an event like this. And we hear about amazing wishes that were granted by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So get ready to hear about those who ignited change and how you can too. Changing our world does not happen at once. It does not happen alone. It takes a committed group to be the change we wish to see. So together, we rise above negative influences to lead by example, making a positive impact at home and around the world. You can learn more, join us, and get show notes at livefitignitechange.com or for short, livefic.com. All right, here we go. This episode weaves together multiple conversations that I had with leaders from DLP Capital who took part in the Trailblaze Challenge hike benefiting the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It's a one-day hike through the North Carolina mountains that's listed as 28.3 miles, yet step trackers said it might have been closer to 30 miles, and it certainly made quite an impact, raising funds for wishes, as Emily Gibson, our representative from Make-A-Wish Foundation, shared. Your crew alone, yes, raised over $100,000, which is the biggest gift that we have had in Trailblaze Challenge history. So that is something just to be proud of, I think, on your end. But overall, we raised $460,000, which the average cost of a wish is $7,500. So just do that math. I mean, that is an incredible amount of wishes that we were able to grant. Yes, it was great to be part of an event to provide funding to grant over 60 wishes. And in the conversations that make up this episode, we discuss lessons and stories from the Trailblaze Challenge, as well as the program that many of the team members followed to prepare for the hike, our Fit Life Challenge, which is an annual membership program to help people live fit in all areas of life with group accountability to make it work. We'll link to that and all the resources that we share during this episode and how you can help and be involved and learn more in the show notes at LiveFit ignitechange.com slash hike. So let's jump in. The conversations start with CEO and founder of DLP Capital, Don Winner. When I ask him how he first came up with the idea for our leadership team to take part in this hike. I have a uh, home in, in the Asheville area and saw a billboard 28.3 mile hike for Make-A-Wish and had my attention. I went, went online, looked it up uh, that day. And, and I think that's when I emailed you about five minutes later and said, we need to do this. So it was, uh, it was, it didn't take long to come to a conclusion that how, how awesome of an opportunity it would be. That is awesome. It was an awesome opportunity. What do you think is so important for leadership teams and groups of people to work together to do things like this, to do the hike, to do the Fit Life Challenge? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's an amazing opportunity. You know, this leadership team that did this hike, I mean, a lot of us have been together for, for years and, um, already and some, some certainly new. Um, I just think the level of closeness that, that happens um, from going on a, through a battle, going on a, a journey, a, a struggle uh, together, everybody being a part of the same 
the same challenge I think is just so cool. I think Make-A-Wish just did an amazing job of coordinating the get-togethers before, um, uh, coordinating the breakfast afterwards, getting us all to really be a part of this journey together. And that they did. So we will revisit more of the conversation with Don later in the episode. Yet now, to set the foundation for what this is all about, we jump into the conversation with Emily at Make-A-Wish. Thank you to you. I've been getting 40 members of our leadership team to come and take part in the challenge and do this crazy 30-mile hike. I mean, it was an amazing job that you and your team really did. So thank you. Well, and you guys were the first um, group that wasn't local. So it was really such a good learning experience for us on how do we cater this program to people who aren't in our area. And I know that we mentioned the concerns around the training and everything, and it worked out beautifully. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah, I, that was funny hearing the concerns that it's like, who is this big group coming in? They they haven't been <laughs> hiking with us, but it's like, but we had our Fit Life Challenge. We were training, we were doing our stuff. So yes, I guess yes. it worked out pretty well. It did. I feel like if you guys weren't doing the Fit Life Challenge, that your experience would have been vastly different than it did. So very happy that you guys were all in shape because 30 miles, whether that's a walk in the park or a hike, it ain't no joke. So absolutely, quite quite the hike. And yeah, definitely a gritty group of people too, to be able to kind of press forward and never want to give up. But I have never seen so much enthusiasm because I know that if my boss came up to me and was like, Hey, as a team building experience, we're going to go out into the woods in North Carolina and go hike 28 miles. I saw so many, I would not have been all, you know, smiles, but just every time I saw a DLP member coming into an aid station, y'all were just excited and digging deep and smiling and happy. And I was like, wow, they really just the enthusiasm was super refreshing. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is the enthusiasm from the folks. And But even still, when our CEO first mentioned this, I mean, I think some people really thought he was crazy. Like, what in the world? We're going to go hike this 28, 30-mile hike, and uh, what's going to happen? What's going to go on? But when we heard your story, and you mentioned how it mirrored what many of the critically ill children go through, and how kind of hiking was like the journey of what they go through. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about kind of kind of that journey and how they relate. Sure. I mean, there's a reason why we call this the Trailblaze Challenge. It is because it's a challenge. Patrick, you know, you completed it. It is not a walk in the park. It is in the wilderness. It's on a tougher terrain. So many of our hikers, as they're crossing that finish line and they're out of breath and they're tired, I go up to them all excited. How was it? And they're like, man, that was that was tough, but it's nothing as tough as what these these wish kids go through on a daily basis. And they are absolutely right. You know, our wish kids, they face challenges when it comes to their critical diagnosis, whether that's the constant doctor's visits, the treatments, the surgeries, you know, to go through all of that at such a young age, it really takes a toll on your body, not just physically, but emotionally as well. They really go through some difficult times. And so the wishes that we provide children, they give them the strength, the hope, the perseverance to keep pushing through those really tough times. And so because they know that on the other side of of the difficult times is that trip to Disney is that room makeover? Is that shopping spree? Is that wish to meet their favorite celebrity? So it really gives them something to look forward to. When I speak about our mission, I really try to incorporate what we call mission moments. And knowing that 
we're talking about perseverance. We're talking about grit. We're talking about finding the why. I think of a wish that we granted four years ago here in Charlotte, wish kid Colin. He is a big soccer fan. And his wish was to meet his idol, Christian Pulisic, who is a famous American soccer player that plays in the Premier League overseas. And so uh, when he came to Charlotte, we said, oh, hey, this is the perfect opportunity. So we took Colin out to Bank of America Stadium here in Charlotte. He not only got to get the full VIP experience in terms of seats and things like that, he got to stand on the sidelines and meet all of the players. And of course, he got to meet Christian Pulisic. And so uh, they were able to chat for a while. They really connected, which what I love about these celebrity wishes, some of them, is that the the celebrities oftentimes stay in touch with the wish kid just to check in, see how they're doing. And at the time, Colin was in the very smack middle of chemotherapy treatments. He was diagnosed with cancer. And so this wish really gave him joy but not just joy. He was able to, four years later, fast forward to 2022, uh, Christian Pulisic is back in Charlotte at a showcase for his new um, soccer club, Chelsea. And he invited Colin back out. He wanted to see Colin. He wanted to reunite with him. And so during that reunion, you know, they exchanged jerseys, a lot of, you know, just catching up. But Colin also wanted to tell Christian, you know, your meeting you gave me the strength to fight cancer and happy to say that Colin is cancer free and he was able to share that with Christian. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Congrats, Colin, on being cancer free and way to go, Christian. What a story. So as the conversations continued about the hike, we're now going to jump into a conversation I had with Meredith, one of the leaders at DLP who has an incredible story. And I have loved seeing her amazing effort and successes. After back issues and a surgery, she wasn't able to walk one mile. Yet to prepare for the hike, she really committed to our Fit Life Challenge. So in this conversation, we talk about both the Trailblaze Challenge hike and preparing for it through our Fit Life group. Before we get started, I should acknowledge you too, because I love your participation in the Fit Life Challenge and being there. And every time you share your successes, it's like, oh, yes, awesome. I love it. You're getting up, you're doing things, you're taking action. And one of the previous winners of the challenge too. So congrats there. Thanks. <laughs> so I guess if you could maybe just start with a little bit of background, kind of like where things were maybe before the challenge, what the situation was, and then what you wanted to, to do as, as being a part of it. Sure. So I weight is something I've struggled with my whole life. And it's been, you know, it's it's going to be a lifelong journey for me. And I um, had some very severe back issues that have really impacted my ability to get up and move and exercise for years and years and years. And last July, I had a surgery that really was life changing, that really helped my ability to get up and move. So really, um, when we started the Fit Life Challenge in March, that was really the first time that I was able to really start to, to do the exercise part of it and get up and move. And the hike really inspired me to really get out there <laughs> and see how far I could make it. I mean, I, I never went into it thinking I was going to make it through all of the 28.3 miles, but I really wanted to see how far I could go. So I started getting out there and doing like small little walks and hikes to, to start getting ready for it. That's awesome. Because yeah, I remember in one of the check-ins, I think it was like, you know, concern, could you get out? Could you even, you know, go a little ways? And then it's like, what, you hit six miles. They're like, what? That's awesome. Yeah. And unfortunately, 
I was thinking I was really preparing because it was six miles of flat paved walkway. And I thought that that was going to be enough. And then the second I stepped onto the trail, I realized that it was a whole different ball game. <laughs> well, yes, it was a uh, mountain, <laughs> mountain terrain for yes. sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. And I was not really prepared for that. Um, but, you know, I think just knowing that I had told people, you know, that what my goals were and that I had some accountability to people as well as to make a wish and to the people who donated on behalf of the cause for, for me, I knew that I had to get out there and try to do something. And there were points during that first four miles where it was all uphill and switchbacks and I didn't think I was going to make it, that I just wanted to turn around and but I knew that I had to to push through and it took me a long time. And I was the last one to come through that first checkpoint, but you know, it was a huge accomplishment for me. That it was, you did it, you stuck through. And so when it, you were at that point where you're like, gosh, I feel like I need to turn around. What made you keep going? You know, it really was just the knowledge that, you know, I had a bunch of people who were rooting for me. I knew that at the end of this, you know, I was going to see you and a lot of the other people that I had talked to and I was going to have to answer for it. And I, I knew that I could do it if I really just put my head down and just kept going, put one foot in front of the other. And so I couldn't go meet everybody at the end and say, I turned back halfway through. I, I didn't even make it four miles. I couldn't even, I couldn't do that. So just kept putting one foot in front of my other. And that accountability, I think really pushed me. Yeah, absolutely. It's that group group of accountability. And I think you're sticking with what we talk about, the grit, the 20 mile march, just one foot in front of the other, keep going. And and it is being part of that group that I think does does help so much and and make it work. So I guess on that and the group and maybe the the fit life challenge itself. And you know, in that we talk about the mindset and the sleep and the nutrition and exercise. And then you have the group accountability. And I'd be interested if if that part of the challenge was helpful in getting you ready to prepare for something like this. It definitely was. So in the, the Fit Life Challenge leading up to the hike, I mean, I really um, paid close attention to the diet. The addition of the, um, the my primal was a huge benefit to me. I actually, my I implemented it to my whole family and I found myself very, very successful. I mean, I was down probably about 20 pounds before the hike, just from doing that part of the Fit Life Challenge and getting up and moving and really getting into it and really living what the challenge was intended to do really helped me get in a much better position than I would have been in if I had stepped on that trail in March. Wow. Love it. Great to hear. Thank you. And I guess the the question now for anyone who were on the fence thinking, gosh, I don't want to do this. I've, I've had, you know, diets before I've done other things. If they were, you know, considering it, but on the fence, what would you say to to them? I would say that it's really hard to step out of your comfort zone and and do this. And this definitely is hard for me. Um, I'm not one who likes to talk about myself or things that are this deeply personal to me. But I, if you can find a way to just step out of your comfort zone, you're going to find a group of people who are inspiring and supportive no matter what. And, you know, I have gone there with triumphs. I have gone there with failures. And at every step of the way, I have felt encouraged and pushed and it's really has helped me um, live my life in a better way. And I know that sounds a little hokey, but I mean, it really has been a huge impact on my life to know that just having that support and that push, and it really has just changed my way of thinking completely. Wow. 
Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And again, like I said, congrats to you on just coming in and be a part of the team and making it work. And I really feel like your story has lifted everybody up when people were discouraged about what they, you know, what might not be working and then being able to to push through and, and see your results. And no, then they did it too. So it's, uh, it, it is great. So great. Every time I talk to Meredith, I am so inspired. Speaking of an inspiring story, Several of our DLP leaders had their spouses join us on the hike as well. So now we'll dive into a conversation with husband and wife, Jason and Nicole. Jason, I guess I'll start off with you because I know when we first heard about this, we were talking about doing this hike at, at DLP. I'd be interested in hearing what were your first thoughts when you heard Don say we're going to be doing this 30-mile hike and what made you want to bring Nicole into it? I know Don yeah, said yeah, we could so, do spouses, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not expect her to want to do it. <laughs> want to do it. Like uh, for me, me, myself, you know, uh, I knew it would be hard, but you know, I, I, I didn't have a, a ton of concern. I was concerned about, you know, like 30 miles is a pretty big commitment. And uh, I, was, I was really concerned about people who like, you know, would, wouldn't quite, grasp that and you know it, it's a it's the company thing but i was just like really proud of like the amount of effort people put in and then uh when i i, I messaged nicole uh like pretty much right away to let her know kind of like half expecting her to like like say like no way and right away she's like let's do it and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know but you know, she was uh of the two of us she was one who was obviously uh you know much more committed to uh getting ready preparing for it you know, she's a pretty prepared person as it was. So once she committed to do it, in the back of my mind, I knew there was no way she was not going to finish it. <laughs> That's awesome. And Nicole, it sounds like no hesitation at all there. You said, let's do it. What made you no. want to jump right in? Well, first, I didn't <laughs> want him to like fall and break a leg in the middle of a 30-mile hike by himself. So I initially was doing it like, oh, I guess I should go. So in case something happens, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the same state. Um, but I really wanted to do it because it was for Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I also thought it'd be a nice physical challenge. You know, we like hiking. Uh, our longest hike was probably 13 miles before that. So, yeah. and that was maybe a decade ago. And yeah, it was over a decade ago. <laughs> before children. Um, but I thought, oh, well, this would be like a nice thing to build up to and a nice physical challenge that hopefully, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I would finish it whether I prepared for it or not, because I would just make myself do it. But <laughs> I thought it'd be a nice thing to like work up to. Yeah, I definitely got that grit to just once you start something, you're going to finish it right away. Absolutely. But I love that too, being able to support each other, do something together and not let him break a leg out there by himself. Absolutely. So that's pretty cool. What about when you were out on the hike? I know you said like, you're not going to quit once you get started, but were there, were there moments that when it really got hard, like this is difficult, you're thinking, hey, maybe I can't do this. And, and what'd you do to keep going? So I fell maybe five times during the hike. If you talk to people that were around, it was like 20 or 30 times. It was yeah. probably about people five. Being a little bit of, <laughs> I fell pretty hard a few times. We didn't bring sticks with us. Like we were not like... You know, I saw other people like more prepared with the hiking sticks and I would trip and fall. And um, at those times, I'm like, oh, my God, if I break something, this is going to be more difficult. Um, but again, uh, I wasn't going to fly to North Carolina or Georgia. Where were we? We, we, we flew to Georgia. Uh, and then drove to North yeah. Carolina. Right? Um, I was going to leave work and then come back and say I did not finish the hike that I left to go do. So in those moments, I'm like, I just have to finish. I just have to finish no matter how painful that last fall was. I mean, I'm just a very clumsy person, <laughs> despite my uh, commitment to hiking and exercising. I'm still just very clumsy. So, uh, but again, it was more like, there's no way that I'm stopping. 
I'm just going to keep going. You know, about the 15 mile mark, like right after the, the one really bad call where I really thought she hurt herself. Um, you know, we, right after there's a, a big uphill stretch and like, she was done. Like I knew like physically she was done. And like, I, in my head, I'm like, all right, well, we're halfway between mile, uh, you know, between checkpoints, you know, no clue where the people sweeping the, uh, the, um, uh, the, the trail are. And I, I start to think like, all right, how do I get her off this hill? <laughs> like, you know, like what, what, what's, what's the end game? Cause she can't go any further. And it's like in my head, like doing the math, like all right, we're 16 miles in, she has at least 12 more to go and she's physically done. Like this, this is just not, not going to, not going to make sense. And, um, you know, it was just amazing. She just wouldn't quit. She just like kept going. And you know, sometimes it was extremely slow. And, uh, you know, other times she'd get, uh, you know, a, a second wind and, you know, conditions would, would improve, but like, regardless, she just like, kept going. And it was like, you know, honestly, like insanely inspiring. And if we're being honest, a little terrifying. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Definitely sounds like some adventures along the way, but in the end you did it, you finished. And what do you say? Was it, was it all worth it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was an awesome day. That is awesome. And I guess sort of related to that, Jason, I know being in HR and you seeing the importance of people doing things together, and a lot of people did the Fit Life Challenge to train for this. I'm interested in your thoughts on just the importance of team members, and, and in this case, husband and wife, you know, doing things like Fit Life Challenge, doing things like this this event to be able to train together and, and be ready to just be stronger in life, but also in business as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's you know one of the great things about it is it's uh, you know uh, kind of communal accountability, uh, and that, that's a, that's a great thing. You know, uh, people uh, lean on each other, pick pick each other up. Uh, you know, when when you know that you're uh, part of a group doing something, it you know a in some ways makes it easier, and you know uh, b like helps you uh, you know uh, helps you sort of uh, keep keep the drive going because you're you know if you don't you're you you feel like almost like you're letting your team down as opposed to just yourself so it, it, it's a, it's a really cool thing and yeah, I think uh, you know uh, I'm hoping we do this again next year and if we do uh you know I, I definitely want to make sure that we you know do a lot more of that uh, of that group stuff pre- preparing for it, you know uh, getting groups going together through it uh you know uh, making sure that we're there to cheer each other on at the end I think it's a it's a really great thing that's awesome. That is a great thing. And I remember, I mean, the morning after we were coming out from the hotel, walking over to get breakfast and I saw you guys and met y'all and it, it was great just seeing how excited you all were about finishing it. And I just, again, congratulations. What a story. Wow. Such stories of grit. That's one of our core values at DLP. We define it as the passion and perseverance for long-term goals. And we did a deep dive into Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, in episode 10 of this podcast. And speaking of grit, We'll next hear from Brandy, who, after a broken foot and surgery, couldn't even walk, and she used our FitLife Challenge to get into shape and to finish the hike. As she shared, I broke my foot. It was end of July last year, um, just making a silly mistake. And towards the end of last year, I got pretty depressed. Going from my Peloton, my walking, my walking my dog so much, all, you know, multiple times during the day, you know, like I start out like at 6am here, right? So it's like I start out, I work a little bit, and then I'll walk the dog, and then I'll take Kayla to school, then walk the dog. So it gives me those even those, those like 15 to 20 minute breaks at work, which is really nice. And to go to be completely stagnant, like that's it, because I, I was no pressure. So my surgery was, I think, August 15th, no, August 20th. And I couldn't start applying pressure and I wasn't in a boot until 
the beginning of November. So it was a decent amount of time just sitting there. And I have my little roller scooter. What's funny though, is I actually, uh, because I'm so active by the time I knew that I could balance a little bit, I ended up buying a peg leg, which sounds really funny, but it was, I could kneel inside of it. So it was my right foot. I knelt inside of it and I strapped it onto my leg and then I was able to go for some walks. And that way I was able to move around my house. Then when we rolled out or when you rolled out the uh, Fit Life Challenge towards the beginning of the year, it was one of those like I had gained more weight than I had anticipated. And, you know, I've struggled with that my whole life. And it was it was a really good time for me to get my butt into gear. Um, and so I feel that I already do eat pretty healthy. You know, my hu- husband has always been a low carb. So why I eat, I can't say very natural, but I love to cook. Cooking is my passion. Uh, cooking is one of my passions, but I can't open a fridge and be like, hey, look at all these ingredients. Let me whip up something yummy, but I can take recipes. I meal prep every single week. I create a menu, for, you know, a menu for my family, lots of vegetables, lots of meat. And so it kind of, I like that when we started it, I already had my baseline, right? I know I'm not supposed to eat pasta. I know I'm not supposed to eat bread, but I already knew the fundamental parts of it, right? But I think for me, what, you know, like the Fit Life Challenge was hard, a little bit harder for me to, to, no, I was on keto, I think, at the beginning, and I did, couldn't do that. But for the Fit Life Challenge, I ended up just tracking everything I was putting into my mouth. And that right there, I think, was the biz- biggest success. And so finally... My goal was to be by a certain weight by the time we went on our um, on, on the hike. And a lot of that was because I could just feel it in my joints and I could feel it literally in my right foot, the one that I broke, but like just the pressure of the, the additional weight. And so I was just about two pounds shy of my, um, of my goal, but I really did help again, just the support group of it, the, you know, uh, accountability of, you know, just checking in with everybody. And it just, it, it really did help. For me, it was the group part of the Fit Life Challenge that I really, really enjoyed. And, um, you know, as you stated in the beginning of this call, I, people are, people are my other passion. I want to be able to, to, to help people move towards their common goal. And that's where it's like being able to be that support group for someone. You know, I remember, uh, I, you know, I remember there was a, a participant in there that made a comment about, like, oh, I haven't lost as much weight as you. And it's like, okay, these aren't, we're not competing against each other. We're just here to be a support group for each other. And that's really like a big part of the Fit Life Challenge that I think is is really important to pull out and that helped me. And so, and then, yeah, we awesome. were, then I was able to actually do the hike, which is amazing. It did it like what I think rounded out at either, I think it was exactly 13 hours. And I can tell you one thing I think is in, in, insane is, I, you know, not being in the best physical shape for this, I think I got up to a total of about eight miles and that's not even like part of how, how long we went. I, my foot didn't hurt at all. My, actually it was my left foot, my other foot that it was a little bit more sore and I think I was just overcompensating and I was sore, but nothing like I, I anticipated. So I was very, very proud of my body and what I did to prep my body and then what I was able to accomplish. I think that was the biggest accomplishment of my life. Of course, that's of having my beautiful daughter, but <laughs> it, um, I loved it. I can't wait for it to happen again. Like I really look forward to doing it again. I do. <laughs> that is awesome. What a story. And I love how it was the, the preparation and everything that you did that put into it, the group that helped and powering through. And, and so what was the time frame? Because you went from broken foot to 
Hiking 28 miles. What what was the time frame there? Because I remember you telling the stories how you were unable to, you know, even run, of course. And then you got up to running seven mm-hmm. miles and that was your, your preparation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was able, I wasn't able to actually start hitting the pavement for even being able to walk or I wasn't able to do any type of like exercise. So that was August, but I think it was the beginning of January that I was finally able to start walking again, walking longer distances. And then, um, I, we already knew about the, uh, the, um, the hike at that point. And so, and then with the, um, with the different, you know, activities within DLP and the Fit Life Challenge, I was able to just, you know, I did a, uh, like was able to walk a mile. So I was able to start doing intervals, uh, probably. I think it was a little bit after my birthday, so beginning to middle of February, and then um, when I got up to the seven or eight miles, that was the end of May. So I only had, I was only able to really train February, March, April, and then the beginning of May. It's incredible what the body can do, and actually what's funny is I never knew how much, like you hear people talk about muscle atrophy when people are older and they're just sitting around to see what my right leg did. I joked around and said that my left leg was going to be like beefy because of all the pistol squats having to get up and down. But my like right calf turned into like skinny and mush, but it was cool to see that also how it bounced right back, the muscle memory. So it's, for me, it was also just kind of a, an adventure to see how the body reacts to certain situations. That it does. It's amazing. And then, so <laughs> talking about insertion situations, like in the hike itself, were there any moments mm-hmm. like that when you just use that grit to get through? Absolutely. And actually it was, so it was that very last, like that last seven miles. And it's funny because like, even I think ha- when we were like, we're halfway through we 18, because there was a team of five of us. I th- or we ended up being like six of us, I think in the end of all amazing people that I don't know if I, how I would have done if I didn't have that team. So the grit itself not only comes from me personally of just pushing through everything, but, um, one of our, uh, one of our team members, her knees just gave out. I think helping that team member, and it was not only like she, of course, had to do the walking. We couldn't carry her. It was way too, uh, way too, uh, terrainy up there, if that's even a word, but to get down three steps. One of us would stand at the bottom. Another one would be at the top. Like, and there was one time where the, I think it was the last step before we hit Miracle Mile. Like, there was what six different steps. A team member literally got behind her and just pushed. And it was, it was so it was, we just all helped each other. And for me, like that is that is one of the most memorable points is how we all came together. Awesome! Again, what a story. I, I hadn't heard a lot of these. So. <laughs> That's really oh, cool yeah, to hear. I, I love it. The working together. And like you said, it's grit from the individual, but as a team, it's a perseverance for long-term yeah. goals. And you're surrounded by a group of people that really do care that much about you know doing something together and helping each other mm-hmm. out. So what an awesome, awesome experience. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Again, what great stories. Now we jump back into the conversation with CEO Don Winter as I ask him, what was the most impactful part of the hike for him? Um, you know, I'd say uh, two things that, that stood out to me. I mean, one was, so we went out with I think it was about 40, 45 uh, team members at DLP and their spouses. And I would say 75, 80% of the people who did the hike probably aren't into, you know, fitness or at least heading into that um, and weren't into fitness. I bet you a lot of people who, who did it had never hiked a mile, let alone three or five, let alone uh 
30 or 28 miles. So I just think the fact, you know, when, when we, Patrick and I got to spend a lot of time on this hike together, unfortunately at the end, not in first place, but, but we got to spend some time together. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very close. We, uh, 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 thought about like how, what percentage of people are going to finish and I think we were in the single digit number of people we thought would finish the whole thing and it turned out like 70% of people finished it a lot of people who didn't do all of it still did 11 miles or 14 miles and almost everybody went well beyond what I would have thought they would have done people were hiking you know we had people hiking until late into the night once they started at 5 30 in the morning so just the level of grit and focus uh, that people put into it and just kept marching forward uh, despite, you know, getting hurt, despite sore feet, despite just the challenge of hiking 30 miles. So I, I was blown away with that. Um, I really just couldn't believe at the end how many people I heard, you know, finished and completed and how, how, uh, proud they were of themselves as well. I think was pretty amazing. And I'd say the, the second thing to, to me was when we got to that final mile and got to see the, the children's, uh, you know, kind of name and stories hanging from the, the trees and really connect that effort with um, with real life stories. I thought that was pretty pretty amazing and, and getting to be a part of, I think we ended up with what, $125,000 or so raised um, was pretty cool. And Don continues to share how there's an expanded leadership retreat around the hike for this coming year. You know, this past year we did it with a, a leadership kind of one day uh, event on the front end of it. This year we decided to kind of to really get to spend more time afterwards and, and soak up the the amazing enthusiasm and energy that comes out of doing this. And this year we're going to do um, a two day leadership retreat uh, right after the event. Uh, we'll kick off that night. We'll all be probably a bit sore yet, and uh, and we're not only going to do it with our leaders, but we're going to invite a lot of our closest uh, relationships, our elite members, uh, some of our investors, and their leaders to come join and be a part of this with us, which I just can't can't wait for. And finally, I asked Don how having a date on the calendar for things like this Trailblaze Challenge hike help people who want to improve their fitness. Maybe they want to use the Fit Life Challenge to train for something and how important it is to have that date set. I think things like this are, are great uh, checkpoints out there. Like, you know, our next date's May 20th that we're doing this 2023. And having something like that ahead that, you know, all right, I got this big challenge coming gives you a specific target to to build towards and and focus on on improving and getting ready for and I think that's what just like everything else in life it's about you know setting a, a goal um, you know maybe a really big long-term goal as to what you want to do like I want to live to 150 um, but having something that's right out here in front of us say, all right I need to get in better shape maybe today that seems daunting and impossible to do 30 miles but through focusing on nutrition focusing on just moving um, whatever that means for you um, uh, it, it's it's amazing what what can be done so Highly recommend that people use things like these types of events, like these trailblazers, as a as a reason or an inspiration to to get in shape, to take care of ourselves. Um, uh, and uh, I, I can't wait. And I, I know I've already been talking with a bunch of people that knowing we have this next date uh, coming up is already inspiring some some change. But you don't need to wait to something like this in May. There's lots of great reasons um, to get inspired, to want to live longer, to want the the, the leaders in, in your life, the people you love, to want to. Uh, live not just longer, but healthier, uh, healthier lives um, is, uh, is, is, is a great motivation in and of itself. Absolutely. I could not agree more. We certainly want our loved ones to live longer, healthier lives, and there's no reason not to start now. So you can find an event that you'd have fun being a part of and jump into the Fit Life Challenge membership to get ready for it. You can learn more about that at fitlifechallenge.com. 
And if you are up for learning more about supporting or participating in the Trailblaze Challenge hike, supporting the Make-A-Wish Foundation, we now jump back into the end of the conversation that I had with Emily from Make-A-Wish, where I asked her how people could learn more about the Trailblaze Challenge. We are coming up on recruitment for our spring 2023 season. And, you know, we want to be able to spread the word about this program as much as possible. So if anyone's listening to this that is interested in learning more about the challenge, just visit trailblazechallenge.org. We would love to have you out on the trail this coming spring season with us. Awesome. That sounds great. We'll definitely link all that in the show notes as well. Please. Thank you. Awesome. Well, Emily, this is awesome. And I want to acknowledge you too for just, again, what you and your team have done to be able to make an impact that is so critically important in this world and impacting the kids, impacting the people that are coming to support it. And for all you guys to keep it up. Amazing work. Thank you. Well, we couldn't do it without the support of people such as yourself. So thank you very much and look forward to seeing y'all very soon. Absolutely. Our pleasure. All right. There it was. I hope you enjoyed that. It really was an amazing day. Many people who are not necessarily even into fitness taking on a major goal, having a reason to get fit, to be healthier in all aspects of life and make an impact by providing funds to grant wishes in the process. Also, if being part of a program like this that provides the plan and the accountability to get fit in all areas of life, Sounds like something that you and or your organization would benefit from as the team members at DLP have. You can check out the details at fitlifechallenge.com and see all the resources mentioned in this episode in the show notes at livefitignitechange.com slash hike. If you resonated with this and would like to go deeper to live fit and ignite change in your life, you can get started for free at livefitignitechange.com slash start, where you can join our community of high performers and get access to our kickstart resources for free. You can get plugged in at livefitignitechange.com slash start, or for short, livefic.com slash start. Also, my family and I, we're igniting the change that we wish to see. We were sick of all the processed, sugar-loaded foods and drinks marketed to us, especially to our youth. So we're developing a line of truly delicious, grain-free, sugar-free products that student-athletes and on-the-go adults love as part of our InRive Performance Nutrition brand. Learn more and join the InRive Insiders for free to be the first to hear about samples, launch parties, and specials at InRive.com. That's I-N-R-I-V-E.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please be sure to like, share, rate, and review this show. That's what's needed to help us reach more and serve more. So together, we truly can ignite the change that we wish to see. Thank you for your help. I hope you make it an outstanding day and go forth to light, love, serve the world, and live the life you've always imagined.